Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. So we are continuing on with our celebrating Native American Heritage Month, which is November. For those of you who may be listening at a completely different time, you're like, what? (laughs) And we wanted to do a quick overview and a watch review on Crow, the legend, which we mentioned when we talked about Sarah Eagleheart, who was one of the main consultants for the movie with the Native Americans in philanthropy, along with Randy Edmonds, uh, who is an elder of the Kiowa Kado tribe and founder of National Urban Indian Council. Uh, And by the way, he's also the narrator for the animation, if you can do get a chance to watch. And y'all, it's a beautiful animation, and it's the telling of a classic Native American tale of the crow and the fire. Uh, which is, I believe, the name of the actual story, and as a lesson in selflessness and sacrifice. The film, if you're interested in watching it, uh, is actually available on YouTube right now. So if you would like to go and watch it, maybe with your kids, beautiful. If you've got an Oculus VR set, it actually is and was created for VR. So I actually got to watch this last night, and we'll talk about it a little bit. And yeah, it's a really interesting experience uh, if you have a chance to do it that way. You should, for sure. And if you would like to watch it before we get into it, because we're going to talk all about it, uh, you may want to pause now. Go watch for yourself. It's about 18 minutes long, so not really long, but it's really beautiful to watch. So pause and then come back to us. Yes. Yes, it's it's absolutely lovely. The film has a star-studded cast featuring John Legend as Crow, who also wrote a song specifically for the film, Constance Wu as the skunk, Diego Luna as the moth, Lisa Koshi as the owl, Ty Sheridan as the turtle, Oprah as the one who creates everything by thinking, and of course, Sarah Eagleheart voicing Luna, um, as we discussed in our Women Around the World episode about her. And it is directed by Eric Darnell through Baobab Studios. The story begins with the beautiful song of the crow, who we see as this really colorful, luminescent bird, really popular and well-liked, As he prepares for an upcoming performance at the pond, we meet the others. Skunk, who has a bit of a crush on a crow, and Moth. Later, we see that winter has hit this idyllic forest and they are not at all prepared. As they try to figure out how to survive the cold, they talk crow after a bit of shaming to go and talk with the one who creates everything by thinking who lives beyond the moon and the sun. Right, so the interaction is really fun. And again, if you're watching this in VR, the forest lights up and you can walk around and it's like you're right there. Very interesting. So after finally being convinced, Crow makes his way past the moon, the sun, the stars, and the endless space to where the one who creates everything by thinking is. And apparently it's in a small glass container (laughs) with a comfy couch or a chair. Who is asleep? I I think that's marshmallows. (laughs) There's marshmallows, it's a treadmill. <laughs> they wake up and it's like, oh, I need to walk it off. And they pop up on a treadmill, pop up it like a washing machine. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> and yes, Oprah is amazing in it. So mm-hmm. after his long, colorful journey, and I say colorful because the uh, viewing and the color and animation is gorgeous, uh, we see, I'm going to reference this character now as the one. Maybe that's disrespectful, I'm going to go with the one. <laughs> and they talk about what to do as Crow requests for help. And though the one can't, as they say, unthink what was thunk, 
they do give the gift of fire. And uh, after receiving this gift, the crow starts his journey back. But as Crow is getting the gift from the one, Moth attempts to go and find Crow. Oh no, but then we have the sun, which is uh, too much for the Moth to resist. Though the sun tries to get him to turn around, Yeah, and just before Moth, the Moth is engulfed by the sun, Crow rescues Moth. Unfortunately, this puts out the fire during that rescue. So in a moment of sacrifice, Crow dives into the sun, and then we see the warmth and swing return to the forest. Yes, and as the rest of the creatures are enjoying the sun again, Crow comes around, now coughing, and he no longer has his colorful feathers. He's now covered with black feathers after flying into the sun. And though he seems dejected and sad, we see that his sacrifice has saved the earth and he is given a luminescent glow and continues to sing with a little more raspy voice, but it's still a beautiful song. And Skunk and him have a moment where he's like, I like your smell, it's earthy. And she's like, I like your new voice, it's earthy. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And that being the tale of how we got fire. That's how it ends. So the way the story goes, it goes from uh, the fact that it comes from different tribes and kind of there was a little debate of which tribe it came from. But It was, as we talked about, something very important to Sarah Eagleheart and I'm sure Randy Edmonds as well in making sure that the story was told uh, by the voices of the Native Indigenous community. And they did. And it was a really beautiful thing to see, as well as the fact that the director, who really loved the story and was like trying to figure out how to best present it, knew from Jump that he needed to consult the Native American communities. And that's what he did which I say, yes, kudos. Um, And I think not only do the actors and those who uh, were part of the production talk about how important it was, so do uh, the people who from the Native American community. They talk about how important it was for them to be a part of this. Um, And we talked about the fact that uh, Sarah Eagleheart actually won an award, uh, an Emmy for it. And that's not the only awards that they won. Uh, they won several others, including uh, they won the Annie Award, which for the best virtual reality production. And again, Annie, I think you said you have gotten it ready to go on your set. Yes, I'm very you excited really to check should. it out. And the audio is so interesting too, because the way they do it within the headsets, like it sounds like uh, the one who creates everything is actually inside the glass. And it's it oh, very like yeah. pingy, like as if she's uh, in the glass. So it's super cool. And the mm-hmm. again, the colors are so beautiful. It's kind of mesmerizing. I love anything space related anyway, yeah. but it was so mesmerizing. But they did get an award, not surprising. Uh, they won uh, several, I think four uh, Daytime Emmy Awards, uh, as well as being nominated for two others. Uh, They won some Kids Screen Awards. They won the Rain Dance Film Festival. They won the Webby Awards. We still haven't won a Webby. It's fine. Mm. fine. But yeah, all of those things. And it's a gorgeous production. And I think it's a testament as to what they were trying to do and making sure they are respectful of the culture and the storytelling. Um, As we talked about how that is really, really important. Because again, I know I harp on it a lot, 
But the fact that there's so much erasure when it comes to indigenous voices, when it comes to the Black community, that we we need to be really careful in trying to make uh, amends for that. And I think we're coming somewhat into it. But Annie, what did you think about the movie? Or the animation, rather? Oh, I thought it was really beautiful. Um, I am someone who actually... <laughs> actually, I don't think this will surprise anybody, but I love stories like this. I love these kind of folklore legends almost of how something came to be and I just thought it was so lovely and delightful in the animation and I can't so I did watch it just to be clear but I did I haven't watched it in VR yet I have it ready because I do want to do it I think it will be really lovely but yeah I thought that the acting was great I thought that they accomplished a lot in 18 minutes right where you've got a really concrete like arc of these characters and I really loved their crow's journey from being this kind of like self-centered <laughs> very beautiful very lovely voice but kind of self-centered uh creature and then going on this journey and like seeing the sun and seeing the mood and seeing, you know, the one who thinks everything and then coming back and um, feeling kind of low about his new appearance um, and the, the black feathers and the raspier voice. Then getting this pep talk from Skunk and then the one who thinks everything is like, no, I've got a Dory. <laughs> I'm here for you as well. Um <laughs> Yeah, I just thought it was really beautiful. And it's one of those things where, like, as you're watching it, I, everything just felt so exciting and pretty. Like, it just it felt does. so, like, yeah. alive, almost. So I can't wait for you to watch it in VR so you can come in and tell me what you think about it. Because one advice, do a swivel chair so that mm, you can see mm -hmm. everywhere. So because if you look behind you during these little adventures, you'll see like the remnants of whatever's behind you. So uh, I think at one point uh, in, in the scene, uh, there is a constellation of crow as he's flying past to get to the one who creates everything just by thinking. And if you look behind you, you see like the remnants of it as you're passing it and it glows beautifully. You see all of the uh, flying stars, shooting stars, I guess, uh, in the atmosphere. The weird rocks, that was that was funny because you, you're going through all the asteroids to get to it and they're singing. Mm -hmm. But when you turn around, they're facing you still singing. <laughs> so just an <laughs> FYI. Um, but uh -huh. it is fantastic. Again, the audio they did was a great job. And this is a newer thing, I know, um, with the VR. But this was specifically made for VR um, for you to have that. But again, they allowed it to be on YouTube. Free, free. So if you want to have just a beautiful animation with lovely storytelling, you really should go and uh, click on to this one. Again, it's Crow the Legend, not The mm -hmm. Crow. Yes. No. Different thing. Two different things. And yeah, mm -hmm. I hope that we are able to discover more and more uh, storytelling like this, where it actually gets all of the kudos and the accolades that it deserves, and then it does get star-studded treatment. Like with... Yeah inclusive voices of the indigenous community. I want it to continue to be this way. And this was about, I think like several million dollars. I want to say 18 million. I can't remember um, for the production of it, but it deserves that. Like I, mm -hmm. I want to know that that's money well spent. And I think we need to be able to see continued highlighting of grand treatment 
for these legends that should have been around for so long and that should be credited to uh, the indigenous people who bring out such beautiful storytelling and kind of originators to the storytelling in itself. So, yeah. Yes. And as always, listeners, if you have any suggestions of stories we should highlight, people we should highlight, anything we should highlight, we would love to hear from you. Our email is stephaniedmomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Stuff Won't Ever Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff Won't Ever Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 